Shoo. Bless you. Thank you. Bless you, young goat herder. <laughs> Thank you. Bless me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Fairy Tale Fix. I'm Abby. I'm Kelsey. And yeah, we fix fairy tales on this show, among other things. Lots of fairy tales need to be fixed. And that's so what we're here for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and lots of them also don't need to be fixed. And we're here for that too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're also here for technical issues and <laughs> so many technical issues. I like when we have them on the same day. Me too. Then at least we're like, it's we're in solidarity with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fuck, I need to restart. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> Me too. And it's just chaos. Pretty much. But in a fun way. Maybe. It's not fun. Never mind. I take that back. I mean, it's fun when you look back on it and you're like, got it all fixed and it's ready to go. It's not yeah. fun while it's happening. That's for sure. But then you get to feel accomplished. Yes. For restarting. <laughs> and to restart my laptop. And it magically fixed itself. So that's good. <laughs> I didn't have to call in tech support, which is Adam. <laughs> I'm proud of you. He also wasn't home. So <laughs> that wouldn't have worked anyway. <laughs> Maybe we just wouldn't have recorded today. We would yeah, have given probably. up as a bad job. I wonder what that would have been like. We just would have sat here and hung out anyway, probably. Yeah, definitely. But then we wouldn't have gotten to read each other a fairy tale, and I think that's sad. I know. I'm excited. So last uh, last time we talked about pirate stories, <sighs> and I'm sorry to disappoint everyone. I actually did look for a pirate story, too. So did I. I, <laughs> I looked high and low, and I found a lot of pirate stories, but they were all like real pirate stories, and they were really long, like full-on books with chapters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found a lot of stuff about Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. I found a lot of stuff about uh, Anne Bonny, who she seems like she was a pretty damn cool pirate. Mm-hmm. It was interesting and fun to learn about her, but <laughs> uh, but but no like pirate mythology. I found I found stories mm-hmm. about actual pirates or pirate novels. Yeah, I looked on Gutenberg and I found a few shorter stories, but they were still very, very long. They sounded awesome, though. There were a lot of great like titles. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to read through them some more, but someday. But that is not this day. Maybe we will get lucky and run across one. <laughs> we are just doing a randomized reading today because those are so much fun. I, I I feel kind of hopeful because I'm I'm reading from either a book of dwarves or a book of witches today, and th- there might be dwarves who go to sea. And I hope so. One pirate of dwarves sounds like, or a witch pirate. Oh my god, could happen. Tatterhood was kind of a witch pirate. Tatterhood was kind of a witch pirate. Right? Agreed. So we've already done a pirate story. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Is Sin? I haven't read anything about Sinbad the Sailor. Is he a pirate? Sin- 
He's hmm, I can't or, remember. I the only thing I know about Sinbad is that DreamWorks movie where I think Brad Pitt voices him and the bad guy is this woman with like great hair. I need to watch that. Did you not watch that? It's no. so fun. I that love that. It was really fun. That movie's <laughs> a really good time. I don't I don't think he's technically a pirate. I think he I think he's like a sailor adventurer type guy Mm -hmm. but honestly that might just be code for pirate i can't (laughs) i don't i don't remember it's been so long since i've seen the movie we should do sinbad sometime soon that would be fun i love that idea we cracked into the 1001 nights in our last episode and sinbad is in that so i think we're i think we'll we can do we can do sinbad in an upcoming episode that sounds really fun i love this plan we have a lot of really fun fairy tales planned just like in the upcoming months, mm-hmm. or at least yes. I do. <laughs> I think you're doing a, a pretty big, exciting one soon, right? No spoilers or anything, but we've picked out a couple bigger fairy tales that we're covering we've, this year. Yes, we've picked out we've picked out a few. I'm trying to remember which one I wanted to do. But yeah, but today we are taking it easy on ourselves mm-hmm. for our second episode back, and we're doing a randomized reading. But before we do that. Did you have something you wanted to show me? You got very excited and said you had something you wanted to show me and I want to see it. Yeah, I almost told you before we started recording, which would have been sad because I wanted to get your reaction. But I am really excited. I did. We we got something a while back and I'm sure you've forgotten about it by now. But I got a book in the mail. (gasps) Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. (laughs) I forgot that was coming out. (laughs) Me too. I forgot about it until I got it. So we got River Folktales of Britain and Ireland by Lisa Schneido. So I think we've read a couple from her botanical folktales Mm -hmm. from Britain and Ireland, and they're so great. I absolutely love Lisa's book. So I'm really, really – oh, my gosh. I I want to wait to do a random – I don't want to do a random reading from this book, so I'm going to save it for next week, but I think next week I'm going to get into it because some of them sound so great. I'm so and excited because they, they have beautiful illustrations of like Yay. the, you know, flora and fauna of the rivers. God, I'm so and excited. It's signed. I can't wait. She signs them? Yeah. Nice. Yep. We got the Very cool. Books. I... I can't wait to get mine because uh, I I loved the I loved the the two because you've done two botanical stories from her mm-hmm. other collection which is like I think the Apple Tree Man and yes. then the and Goblin then there was like Coom. the Goblin Coom that was the other one mm-hmm. both really great really fun lovely stories so I'm, yeah and they have great history and folklore behind like the like I said the flora and the fauna of these. I guess in the other one, it's all about botanicals. This one's going to be for the river. So it looks like it has, you know, pictures of like fish and mm-hmm. information about the areas that the rivers are in, the stories that they come from, et cetera. So I'm really, really excited to check this out. So Gosh, I'll read one too. probably probably next week or not next I, week, two weeks from now. I cannot wait. It's Unless I decide to do something else like we did last time. We might. <laughs> It just depends. Uh, yeah, that's going to be like in two weeks. We're recording that one. Uh, but yeah, you can buy this book. Um, it's available now. So I will put the link in our show notes. If you are interested in getting River Folktales, check out our show notes. You should be interested because like Lisa is a 
like a gorgeous writer, like a really like has done such a lovely job of actually bringing these stories mm-hmm. uh, to life in her collection. Like, yep, just phenomenal. It's awesome. So stoked. <laughs> so excited. I want to. I want to right now. I want a real bad. I want all of the fairy tale books. I want more. I actually did get um, another book not that long ago. I think it's the one that you've been reading from. It's where it has like just bunch of folktales from around the world. It's a Pantheon book. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it is it like the Jane Yulen one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I finally, I also am really excited. So I'm not really a tattoo person. Um, I mean, I love tattoos, but I don't have any because I have, I don't know, I have way too much anxiety about putting something on my body that's going to be there forever and ever. <laughs> so I've decided to start a very, although I don't know, that changes every time I see some amazing tattoo work, especially um, one of our listeners, Chadwick, who does amazing tattoos. Mm-hmm. Go check him out on Mossy Fables on Instagram. Yeah. But I started my fairy tale wall collection. Yeah. So I'm going to like paint one of the walls in my office and I'm going to have you decided like, on a color. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be kind of like a dark blue. It's great. It's actually called Mermaid Tail, like T-A-L-E. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was really funny. And I got a few paintings framed, um, custom framed. So I'm going to start putting them up and have a big fairy tale gallery wall that I'm so stoked about. That's perfect. I can't wait. I can't wait to see more of what you add to it. I love the um, I know. Me too. like the astronaut and the mermaid. Or the diver yeah. in the mermaid, yeah. Uh, painting that you've got on that already, like it's so it's so fucking cool. So one of my favorite all time paintings is from Colleen. I think it's Nose. It's G N O S. Uh, she does amazing artwork. She's from Pismo Beach, which is which is where I originally found her artwork, and she has oh, a yeah. gorgeous painting of a mermaid and a diver, and they're kissing. And I just I love I love all of her stuff. It's gorgeous. So I'll post it to our Instagram and it's going to go yes. up on my wall soon. I got a really fancy, like embellished gold frame Perfect. for it. So, Oh, like it was like an undersea treasure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, sort of I'm so stoked. It's fantastic. Yeah. No, that's, that's an excellent alternative to tattoos. Yeah. And just as Although expensive still- because getting things custom framed, holy crap. So that is expensive. Yeah shockingly expensive Mm -hmm. at least tattoos make sense for why they're expensive (laughs) (laughs) i guess it's just it's one other form of art yeah although i feel like the frame frame was more expensive than the print that i got so (laughs) i want to invest in some really great artwork soon (laughs) and i think you have updates to your tattoo don't you a bunch yeah Yeah, we need to post those we do, we do need to post. We do need to post it. But I got a bunch <laughs> of updates to my tattoo. I got so I'm, and now that it's like summer weather and sun's out, guns out, I'm getting mm-hmm. so many just passing compliments of people who will just stop me and be like, oh, "Your tattoo is amazing." <laughs> I, love I ended it. up having a great conversation with um someone who really loves Baba Yaga. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because she saw she saw my tattoo, um, and she's actually studying folklore. She's a history major. Oh, that's so cool. In the in the area, so I may invite her on the podcast sometime because she be uh, has like she loves Russian folklore specifically, mm-hmm. and is actually like studying tales. it. <laughs> yeah, uh, so she she really wants to read us. Um, she really wants to read us Vasilisa the Brave. Mm. 
I think I started that one and it was really, really long. Yeah. Or like I thought about doing that one before Vasilisa the Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it was really, really long. So that I That one is super long. <laughs> Nora. Um, she's actually married to one of the trainers at my gym. Well, you know, that is – that's a really fun coincidence. I'm assuming that's where you where you saw her. Yeah, we actually we met each other at Pride because okay. we all walked in the Pride March together. Fun. Yeah. Super fun. We spent the entire time talking about Russian folklore. <laughs> well, that's a really good reason good to get tattoos is to start conversations about Absol- Baba Yaga. <laughs> it's how – make new friends. Get tattoos. Oh, my gosh. Discuss Baba Yaga. I mean, I'm probably going to cave someday, but for now. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. No pressure. It's, you know, <laughs> it's a big it's a big decision, but it feels like a small decision after you've gotten a few of them. Yeah. Then, then you've got the bug. Look how much blank skin you have. <laughs> Look at all the tattoos you could fit. Shall we get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Read me a tale. I did want to mention real quick first that I I am expecting a new book soon. I'm very excited about it. Ooh, um, it's coming out this weekend, which sucks because I ordered a physical copy of it and I am not going to be in Baltimore this weekend to pick it up. Oh, yeah. Makes me sad. But it's called Hag, Forgotten Folk Tales Retold. Ah. And who's it retold by? Um, two women named Naomi Booth and Natasha Carthu. And they uh, are essentially just taking forgotten folktales from Britain and Ireland and mm-hmm. uh, com- compiling them into this into this book. And it's about, um, yeah, it's about hags. It's about it's about the women. Best. It's about uh, uh, pixies preying upon violent men. Is the description of one story. I love that. Which I love that. <laughs> you know, I love that. Um, and some of them are kind of some of them are kind of queer and some of them are really dark and violent and uh, there's also some like weird cryptid shit happening mm-hmm. apparently and I'm very excited to get this book. I I, I don't know if it's going to be good for the podcast but I'm so excited to get it that I still think everybody should should get a copy. Definitely <laughs> of their own. Yeah, that makes me think of cool. the one author who rewrote a bunch of fairy tales. It's not totally great for the podcast, but it's such a good book. The one with like mm-hmm. the the little mermaids on the front, but they're all they've got like all these sharp teeth. Oh, um yeah, Danny Danny Orberg, I think yeah. it was called like the, That's the one. The Merry Widow? The Merry Spinster. The Merry Spinster. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. By Danny Orberg. Yeah, his retellings are incredible. Incredible. In- and just spooky. <laughs> spooky. Like kind of uncanny, very eerie. Mm-hmm. We'll <laughs> uh, put all of these books on our. Uh, we we will. We'll in the show notes. So if you're interested, you can check them out. <laughs> get books. <laughs> yeah, get books. This is the summer of books. Summer of books. Okay. Oh, by the way, before we get started, I did want to know uh, this episode does come out on my birthday, which is very exciting. <gasps> oh my goodness, it's your birthday episode. <laughs> It is your birthday. I so better already, be a good one. No, I already bought you your birthday present, and I think you're absolutely going to love it. And I can't, oh. I can't wait to talk to you about it. But I can't yet because it's not actually your birthday yet, so <laughs> you don't have it yet. But I'm, I think, we'll I think it might go well. We'll on get there soon. Your fairy tale wall. Oh, I love that. Tee. 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to roll my D20 and we shall see uh, if it's anywhere in like the one through 10 zone. I'm going to read from a book of dwarves. If it's uh, 11 through 20, I'll read from a book of witches. Woohoo. Both are both are good. I rolled an 18. So we're going to read from a book of witches. Yes. Which pirate? All right, we're going to do Johnny and the Witch Maidens today. Johnny and the Witch Maidens, I love it. I'm very excited about this. Okay, so we're each going to give three predictions for Johnny and the Witch Maidens because I've never read this one and I don't think you have either. I think I have read it, but I honestly oh. do not remember remember a single thing. Perfect. I also might have just read the title a bunch of times and skipped it. So, Because I recognize the title. I yeah, just haven't yeah. actually read the story. I might have read it though, so it might come back to me. But right now, while I'm making predictions, I don't remember anything. Perfect. Johnny and the Witch Maiden sounds like a great band name. Yes, it really does. <laughs> it also sounds kind of sexy. Could be hot. Okay, I'm going to guess that it's the relationship that Johnny has with the Witch Maidens is very not sexy. <laughs> perfect <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wish for but i don't think that's true i'm gonna i'm gonna predict that he gets married in the end okay definitely not to one of the maidens not to one of the witch maidens because yeah. you know it's not a sexy story where <laughs> where they're concerned yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly i'm gonna predict that there is some sort of like herby spell. Okay. I like it. Just, okay. Herby an spell. Herby, an herby spell. <laughs> what are your predictions? My predictions are uh one the first one is a wishful thinking one. I would like I think at some point they go to sea. Oh, so good. I would like I for someone to go to sea in this story. <laughs> um <laughs> Because I am still kind of in a pirate mood. The pirate witch maidens. The pirate witch maidens. God, that'd be so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second prediction is going to counter your prediction. I think it is going to be sexual between them, Johnny and the witch maidens. All right. I love it. But in like a scary way. Oh. Like Fair. something's so that so I think that's my that's my um third prediction of so like it's they go to sea mm -hmm. but so, it is somewhat sexy okay and the third one is that the witches will attempt to kill johnny okay with their witch maiden -y wiles that's what i want that's that honestly sounds much better than the story that i predicted so let's hear it <laughs> Okay, um, and I don't think it says what country. Yeah, um, it's from Bohemia. Uh, it's 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 a part of modern day Czechoslovakia. Okay. Uh, it was a duchy of Great Moravia, apparently, uh, a kingdom in the Holy Roman Empire. Cool. And uh, after World War One, it became a part of Czechoslovakia. So, boom, figured it out. Okay, go on. All right. Johnny and the Witch Maidens from Bohemia slash Czechoslovakia. There was once an orphan lad called Johnny. 
and he set out to look for work. Classic start. Yep. He walked and walked a long, long way, but he couldn't find anyone to employ him. At last, close by a forest, he saw a little house, and on the doorstep of the little house sat an old man. The old man looked sad, as well he might, for he had no eyes in his head, either seeing or blind, but just empty spaces where his eyes should be. That's creepy. Super creepy. They probably didn't make glass eyes back then. They probably didn't. That's still creepy, though. (laughs) How'd he lose both his eyeballs? I hope hope he tells us. Me too. (laughs) I should have predicted that. With no eyeballs. <laughs> Behind the little house is a shed, and from the shed came the bleating of many goats. Ah, oh, my poor goats, my poor goats, sighed the old man. You should go to pasture, and how willingly I would take you. But poor goats, I cannot take you, because I am blind, and I have no one to send with you. I'm sad. That is sad. How long has he been blind? Because I feel like he seems very kind, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he would have figured it out by now. Because like blind <laughs> people can still move around. <laughs> so then Johnny spoke up and said, Daddy, send me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? It definitely it says daddy. It says okay. It says daddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Go on. I mean, I'm sure it's like it's. I'm sure it's on the colloquial, like like oh hey pops or whatever. Yeah, if some, it had been some like other fa- slang for an old man, father. Because you know how like they call all old ladies grandmother. Yeah, exactly. Like 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 all right, granddad. Like you you send me and I'll I'll take care of it. But no, he says daddy. <laughs> Daddy's just kind of weird. <laughs> I can't I can't not make that a little lascivious. <laughs> Who speaks? Said the old man. And Johnny answered, an orphan lad, one who seeks work and will surely do his best. If you take me for your servant, I will pasture your goats and I will look after you also. Johnny's a sweet boy. The old man said, step up close that I may feel you. The old man passed his hand over Johnny's face and said, I think you are a good, honest lad. Yes, I will take you for my servant. Go into the house and get yourself a bite to eat. Don't spare of what there is, for you must be hungry. Johnny was hungry. He went in, found milk and bread and cheese and apples and ate and drank his fill. And then he came out again and said, Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. What about you? Shall I bring you food? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, said the old man. I am seldom hungry. I have no heart to eat since my eyes were stolen from me. Ooh, okay. (gasps) We're going to find out. I bet it's the witch maidens. Yeah. How much do you want to bet that it's the witch maidens? <laughs> A thousand dollars. <laughs> I won't take it because you're right. Okay. If your hunger is satisfied, will you now drive my goats to pasture? For the crying of the poor creatures troubles me sorely. I drive them to the best pasture you can find, but don't lead them to yonder hill above the forest. If you do, witch maidens will come to you and put you to sleep and when you are asleep they will steal your eyes from you as they have stolen mine from me that's cool that's very uh creepy very spooky yes very spooky stuff i like it that's that's very weird that's very body (laughs) horror strangeness yeah yeah i don't know if i'm gonna get through this story (laughs) (laughs) daddy (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the way you say it. You could <laughs> just say chicken. Just say chicken. <laughs> just say fa- father. Is that better? No, I just said daddy's too much fun. <laughs> Johnny laughed. Never fear, daddy. No witch maidens <laughs> shall steal my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> The old man sighed and said, dear lad, have a care. And Johnny laughed again. Surely I will have a care, daddy. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> so Johnny drove the goats to pasture on some wasteland below the forest and brought them back in in the evening, full and contented. He milked the nanny goats and made cheese and butter. He also found some flour and heated the oven and baked bread. Wow. He was super busy all day long and all evening long. And the old man praised him and said, you are a lad in a million. We should soon have been underground, my poor goats and I, if the good God had not sent you. Oh, I know. Johnny's Johnny's kicking ass. This is he's really good at this job. It's a great John (laughs) (laughs) 2.0. Johnny's just tend to be really stand up dudes Mm -hmm. in fairy tales. Johnny laughed. If you are satisfied, Daddy, so am I. <laughs> it's sexy, just not in the way I was imagining it. <laughs> yes, excellent point. <laughs> this is very sexy. <laughs> and then one day, Johnny looked up at the hill above the forest and said to himself, there are rocks where the goats may climb and leap and the turf among the rocks is green and sweet and there are young trees on the hill whose tender shoots they will delight to nibble why should i shepherd the poor creatures on the flat wastes when there's nothing to amuse them i will take them up on the hill i am not afraid of witch maidens that's a terrible terrible mistake johnny i think so famous last words johnny listen listen to your daddy listen to your daddy So what did he do but cut three prickly shoots of bramble and put them in his hat, and then he led the goats up onto the hill. A fine time the goats had of it up there, leaping and climbing and nibbling the sweet turf and the tree shoots, and the little kids playing king of the castle, perching themselves on the top of the rocks and butting each other off. And Johnny sat down in the shade of a rock and laughed to watch them. That sounds like the cutest thing ever. It doesn't sound adorable. Baby goats playing on a hill. That sounds really lovely. I want that job. It sounds like a cool job, especially since like lunch is like, you know, freshly baked bread and goat cheese and apples. Like mm. it sounds insanely good. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. That's why I'm thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've had goat cheese for two meals today. So <sighs> a fine I'm choice. All for it. Good choices. Mm hmm. He hadn't sat there long when he heard a voice saying, God bless you, young goat herd. And there at his side stood a most beautiful damsel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was dressed in white. Her hair was long and shining and black as night. Her eyes were black as sloes. Her lips were as red as cherries. Her skin was lily fair. And she was carrying a basket of apples. I know, she that sounds, sounds kind of creepy to me. S- creepy, but like, in a sexy way. <laughs> that's what you're hoping for anyway. I, I, that's what I want. I want her, I want sexy things to happen. And then I want, like, I want them to eat him. And then I want them to eat him. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is a children's story. Abby. 
I'm kidding. They're really not. He says daddy a lot for it. I don't know how anybody reads these to their kids. <laughs> she showed him the basket and said, see what beautiful apples grow in my garden. I'll give you one that you may taste how good they are. And she took a mm. rosy apple from the basket and held it out to him. Oh, ho, thought Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Ruth Manning Sanders writes. Me too. Here we have witch maiden number one. If I eat that apple, I shall fall asleep. And then, no doubt, she will tear out my eyes and leave me with empty sockets like my poor old master daddy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Now are you just inserting daddy? Yes. (laughs) Thank you all the same, but my master has an apple tree in his garden. His apples are much finer than yours, and I've eaten my fill of them. I couldn't eat another morsel. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, said the damsel. It's not that I'm compelling you. And she walked away. <laughs> hey, queen of consent. I love it. <laughs> like, Soon right. afterwards. Yeah. All right. All right. No one's, no one's, hey, you know what? No one's making you. You said no. I respect that. I respect that. (laughs) Soon afterwards, there came another, even more beautiful damsel. She had a red rose in her hand, and she held it out to Johnny. God bless you, young goat herd. See what a beautiful rose I have just picked in my garden. Its smell is sweeter than honey. Just you smell and see. Oh, ho, thought Johnny. Here we have witch maiden number two. If I smell that rose, I shall fall asleep, and then she will pluck out my eyes, and I shall be sightless like my poor old master. Mm-hmm. So he said, thank you all the same, but my master has a garden where roses grow that are much finer than yours. I have smelled my fill of them. <laughs> the damsel scowled and looked quite wicked and ugly. She is not as into consent as the first one. Nope. Oh, well, if you won't let it alone, she said, and she walked away. Very soon there came yet another damsel. What a surprise. (laughs) And if the first and second had been beautiful, she was even more so. God bless you, you young goat herd. Thank you, pretty one. Indeed, you are a handsome lad, said the damsel. But you would be more handsome if your hair was not so untidy. Come, let me comb it for you. (laughs) <laughs> makes me think of that old lady who just wants to brush that guy's hair, hair. <laughs> which is love combing random lad's hair uh, yeah no that old woman that likes to like sit in the shade of craggy rocks and wait for handsome young men to come by <laughs> so she can groom them <laughs> <laughs> so, so weird I love it totally unexplained never mentioned again no seeming purpose <laughs> she's, she's just, just an vibing. old lady she's just there it's just her lifestyle. Amazing. Oh, ho, thought Johnny. Here we have witch maiden number three. If she passes her comb through my hair, she will put me to sleep. And then she will tear out my eyes as she did my poor old master. But he said nothing. He sat still where he was and smiled at the damsel. Then, just as she came up close to him to comb his hair, he (gasps) took off his hat, drew out a bramble shoot, and slap, slap, struck her with it on both her hands. Amazing. Help! Help! screamed the damsel, but she could not move from the place. She began to weep, but Johnny cared nothing for her tears. He bound her hands together with the bramble. Then ran up the other two damsels and begged Johnny to unbind their sister and let her go. 
Unbind her yourselves, said Johnny. We cannot, they cried. We have such tender hands, the thorns would tear us. Aww. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Do witches have, like, no powers against brambles? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I think that that might be more it, as opposed to just be like, it would hurt my hands to untie my sister. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I feel like, you know, if you love your sister, you'd do it anyway. <gasps> that would be the you ultimate kind of twist. Hands? Is that like Johnny's the witch? <laughs> sounds like Johnny's the witch here. Absolutely. Johnny's the witch maiden. <laughs> oh my God. It's not. So no, he's the leader of the band. It's Johnny and the other witch. And the maids. witch. <laughs> yeah. Love that. <laughs> That's, That's the fix. That's the fix. That's that's it right there. <laughs> you know, they say they can't unbind her because the thorns would tear their hands. In that case, she must stay bound, said Johnny. So then the two damsels came up close and began trying to loose their sister from the bramble. But Johnny took the other two bramble shoots from his hat and slap, slap, he struck the other two damsels' hands with the shoots. They shrieked and cried, but they could not move, and he bound their hands together. See, now I've got you, you wicked witch maidens, said he. Why did you tear out my master's eyes? <laughs> you wicked, wicked witch maidens. He's he's obviously really like into his masters, into his into his daddy. <laughs> he loves his daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so the story is turning out to be sexy, just not in the it's, way I was picturing. Not the way we were thinking. But it is it is sexy. Mm-hmm. A boy and his daddy. (laughs) (laughs) And some binding. (laughs) And some binding. Just some light bondage. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Some light bondage. (laughs) (sighs) He leaves them all three standing by the rock, weeping and lamenting, and drove the goats home to the old man. Come, daddy, said he. I found someone who will give you your eyes again. And he led the old man to the rock on the hill. Now, said he to the first witch maiden, tell me where my master's eyes are or I'll throw you into yonder river and drown you. Yikes. Yeah, super yikes. Violent turn. I I think he's going to follow through on it too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fairy tale. That tends to be how they go. Very, very horrible and violent. I don't know where they are, said the witch maiden. All right, said Johnny, come and be drowned. And he lifted her up and made as if to carry her down to the river that flowed at the bottom of the hill. When she screamed out, don't drown me, Johnny, don't drown me. I'll give you the old man's eyes. Oh, okay. That took a good turn. (laughs) No drowning. No drowning the witch maidens today. Called her bluff. She led him to a cavern by the river. And in the cavern was a great heap of eyes of all sizes, large (gasps) and small. I, I love know. it. So I want to see this. That is so gross. <laughs> I want artwork for this so badly. And for my Me very too. tail wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't you want to our- draw a creepy heap of eyeballs? Any any of our fans, really. <laughs> anyone. Yeah. Anyone with an artistic talent. Please. Or even if you're not an artistic talent, I would love to see your doodle of a heap of eyeballs. Maybe I'll doodle one. <laughs> you Just a should. Heap of eyeballs. <laughs> So it's a heap of eyes of all sizes, large and small, and of all colors, blue, green, brown, black, and red. She turned over this heap of eyes and took out two. (laughs) (laughs) Here, these are his eyes, she said. 
and Johnny fit the eyes into the old man's head. But the old man began to cry and said, Alas, alas, these are not my eyes. I see nothing but owls. <gasps> that's spooky. I think that's super spooky. I love I that he's just going to have owls. visions. Yes. Like just, like in what way? Like you just see a bunch of owls in a tree. Are they all staring at you? Is it just I'm imagining like- it like it's the birds and they're all like swarming. Oh my God. This is already crazy. a spooky story. This is a kind of creepy story. Well, Johnny was in a rage then. He seized up the witch maiden and threw her in the river, and the river carried her away. <gasps> oh, my so God. So he does drown. I bet he's going to drown all of them. Witch maiden number one. It's too bad. He went back to the rock and said to the second witch maiden, give me my master's eyes. I don't know where they are, said the second witch maiden, foolishly after having just watched her sister drown in the river <laughs> so she knows that Johnny doesn't bluff. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, said Johnny, come and be drowned. He lifted her up and made as if to carry her down to the river when she screamed out, don't, Johnny, don't. I'll give you the old man's eyes. They went down to the cavern and she turned over the heap of eyes and she picked out two. It's got to be a little dirty by now. If they keep being dumped on the ground. Yep. Johnny fitted them into the old man's head and said, can you see now, daddy? But the old man cried, Alas, alas, these are not my eyes. I see nothing but wolves. It's <gasps> cool. I like that. That's fine. Yeah, it's neat. So then Johnny seized up the second witch maiden and threw her into the river and the river carried her away. Johnny went back to the rock and said to the third witch maiden, I've stood no nonsense with your first sister. I've stood mm-hmm. no nonsense with your second sister and I'll stand no nonsense with you. Come, give me my master's eyes. I will give them to you, she said. She's a very sensible girl. Mm -hmm. They went down again to the cavern and she picked two eyes out of the heap. Are these the right ones, said Johnny? They are, said she. They had better be, said Johnny, or it will be the worse for you. Come, daddy, let's fit them in. Oh, dear, oh, dear, wailed the old man when the eyes were put in his head. Now I see nothing but pike. It's like a fish, right? I think so. Yep. You she-devil, cried Johnny, and he picked her up and carried her to the river. Now one, two, three, and he swung her out over the water, but she clung to him and screamed, Don't, Johnny, I will give you the old man's proper eyes. Gosh, what do you think was going to happen? I don't know. (laughs) It's clear that Johnny's not bluffing. He will throw you in the river. Also, he has the eyes right there. He could try all of them if he wanted. He really could. So he doesn't really even need you. No, but I think he wants to kill witch maidens. <laughs> I think so, too. I think Johnny is a little psychopath. He seemed pretty excited to... He, I mean, he was the one who went up on the hill and, you know. Yeah, I think Johnny. I think Johnny's a little, a little warlock or something. <laughs> Johnny didn't throw her into the river. Perhaps he had never meant to. Because if he did throw her in, how was he to get back his master's eyes outside of like go through the basket and yeah, just try them all. Every single one. Yeah. I guess Narrow it down by asking him what color they are. Yeah. What color were your eyes? And then go from there. <laughs> so he carried her back to the cave and she groveled and scrabbled among the heap and from the very bottom of it brought up two bright blue eyes. Johnny put them into his master's head and the old man cried, 
Praise be. These are my eyes. I can see everything clearly again. I can see the sky. I can see the earth. I can see you. But I can't see that wicked witch maiden. Where is she? Uh Uh-oh. Johnny looked round. The witch maiden had vanished. Nor did she or her sisters ever come back to trouble them again. So Johnny and his master went home together. Johnny Mm. laughed and the old man laughed. Johnny looked after the goats and the old man made the cheeses and they lived happily. And if we live as happily, we shall do well. Aww. That is sweet. The end. (laughs) (laughs) They definitely got married. They got married. in there, but... Absolutely. I mean, I guess it is it is a little I mean, my fix for the story is that like in order for it to match up with my kind of like sexy headcanon, I think Johnny needs to be a little older. So my fix uh-huh. for the story is that Johnny is aged up to a more appropriate age. <laughs> but he's How still How old was he supposed to be? I was imagining like I was imagining like I was imagining like a, t- a late teen, early twenty year old was my mm-hmm. original thought, but then this picture makes me think that he's a little younger because he's just, he's just, he's so short. Uh huh. So, you know, so we don't want anyone this young calling any old men daddy. Maybe um, he's just a short king. <laughs> maybe he's just a short king. That's I like it. Okay, Johnny's just a short king. <laughs> um, in a very like. Uh, consensual, happy, sort of kinky <laughs> relationship with this old man. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I like it. <laughs> no fixes. <laughs> yeah, I actually don't think I'd read that one. It sounded really familiar, but I think it was just the like the three mm-hmm. theme over and over. You know. Yep, and one also which like comes across in the second and the third. Yeah, and there have been other like witch maiden stories before, so that also probably sounded a little familiar. Yeah, I think that was it. That was yeah. fun. I that was fun. The, I love the story. body horror and the heap mm-hmm. of eyeballs. It was gross. <laughs> that was gross. I also, I also like the the head that like Johnny is also like a witch. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, I guess he just, I guess brambles. You know, he can touch them and tie their hands together, but they can't do anything. I guess so. A little odd. I I suppose. <laughs> I want to know Johnny's backstory. Why is he an orphan? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What did he do to his parents? (gasps) Oh, my God. Little psycho. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Today I am reading out of the original folk and fairy tales of the Brothers Grimm. I am so excited to see what nonsense gets pulled up today. (laughs) Me too. Just some classic... Classic nonsense. Um, as always, translated by the wonderful Jack Sipes. So I'm very excited. Heck yeah. Um, I don't have any dice, so I am going to do my little magic card trick thing and have you pick. Alrighty. Stop. We landed on her fix it up. H-E-R-R. Is that? Oh, like hair? Hair. Hair fix it up. Hair so like fix it up. Mr. Fix it up. I'm assuming hair is a name. <gasps> That's my first. I think prediction. hair. I think hair is a title. Okay, you like. Okay, yeah. Let's. <laughs> oh wait. Dueling. For, I was going to Google it, but I like this. I think this is funnier. Like we. <laughs> no, you're right. It is a title. Never mind. <laughs> hair, like hair's food. Wait. Yeah. Okay. It was hair. No, I just can't. Um, I can't read or write. <laughs> it's very hard. I only know hair that because I watched it up. 
I watched uh, The Sound of Music a lot <laughs> when I was a kid. I love it. It's hair this and hair that. I don't think I've ever and seen The Sound of Music. Them. Oh, you should someday. It's it's very well it's okay so here's the thing with the sound of music quick tangent it's one of it's it's one of those musicals where i pretend it's over after the first act Mm -hmm. the first act is an adorable rom-com about uh, a really beautiful nun played by julie andrews who falls in love with like with honestly a hot daddy (laughs) and uh a a hot rich dad d like he is <laughs> good looking and she becomes a governess to his children and they fall in love and it's like an mm-hmm. adorable like little like little rom-com situation yeah um, and they even have like a character who i'm pretty sure is is he's very queer coded like they, they've got like a gay best friend nice. um and it's adorable and i love it so much and then the second act is about the onset of world war ii and this family fleeing austria so that they don't get wrapped up into nazi germany so it's a much darker wow. it's a really to- it's a really huge tonal shift in the second act gosh maybe i do need to watch it that sounds fun it's really fun oh god it's so fun i love that movie so much and julie andrews is just Oh, yeah. I love Julie She's Andrews. Julie Andrews. <laughs> it's just one of those, like, you know, it's like a classic movie that everyone's always like, you haven't watched that. You need to watch it. And I'm like, no, just, I don't know, being. I don't know. I get it. I do the yeah. exact same thing. Um, I really resist it when people tell me, like, I I refused to watch Into the Spider-Verse, even though uh-huh. you told me it was amazing. Dustin yeah. told me it was amazing. Literally everyone in my life told me it was like the best. It was one of the best movies they'd ever seen. And I was like, no. I don't even I'm, like Sp- I like Spider-Man is my least it. favorite superhero of all time. Like I do not like Spider-Man. Into uh-huh. the Spider-Verse was great. <laughs> it was and then I was sick and someone put it on. And I was forced to wa- I think it was Dustin actually. I think it was I think it was the it was last year when I was sick before I came home. Oh, that's so funny. And Dustin put on Into the Spider-Verse. He was like, uh-huh. "I finally have you captive and you're uh-huh. too weak to say no." <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? It was really good. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so I feel you on the sound of music thing. Yeah. You don't have to watch it. It's you your life will not be emptier for not having seen it, but I will say it's adorable. It sounds very interesting. I never actually knew what it was about. I thought it was a very like Mary Poppins babysitter kind of movie. Nope. Cute nun falls in love with rich daddy. And uh, <laughs> showcases what a great mom she would be to his children. And there's a lot of adorable songs in it. And then they flee Nazi Germany. Nuns aren't supposed to fall in love. I know. Right? That's a big plot point. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm very interested. Okay. She's she's not a very good nun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's do this. Let's read Hair Fix It Up. Yes, I'm so excited. Okay. Oh yeah, what are your predictions. predictions? I'll let you go first this time. Um, predictions. That really gives you absolutely nothing. <laughs> it really doesn't. His <laughs> okay. You know, hair fix it up is a tinker by trade. Tinker by trade. Hair fix it up comes by his name in the story. He doesn't have it at the beginning. And what is your third prediction? He gets a magical object of some kind. Excellent. What about you? What do you think Hair Fix It Up is about? I have absolutely no clue what this could possibly be about. So I'm just going to add some of my favorite fairy tale tropes. Love it. 
Do it. Uh, I hope they have a chicken that they call a cock. (laughs) 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 I hope that's in it. I predict that, I mean, why not? I have absolutely no idea. So I hope there's a talking cat. Sweet. Love it. Which anytime I make the prediction, it doesn't come true. But this will be the time. I know it. And then thirdly, I predict, mm, I don't know, there's a tricky king. Yes. In the story somewhere. Oh, we love a tricky king. Love a tricky king. It's pretty short. It's only about like two and a half pages. Sweet. It's right next to the white snake, which is one of my favorite stories. The white snake was such a good story. Look at this artwork. That is so <laughs> from, cool. That was from the white snake. Or yes, maybe it's not. Maybe it's from this story. Is it from <gasps> that I, story? Have sh- I don't know. I shouldn't have shown you that. That was why I chose the white snake. Was that? So I think that picture? was. Th- yeah, so I think that was okay. from the white snake. Sorry. I think we're fine. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> We might have just spo- we already made predictions, so it's fine. We might have just gotten a spoiler on accident. It, I mean, if that's a spoiler, it looks cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Fix it up had been a soldier for a long time, <laughs> so damn it! I think his name is Fix it up. His name is Fix it up. Damn it! All right, well that that knocks out one of mine right off the bat. <laughs> When the war came to an end, however, there was nothing but the same old things to do every day. He resigned from the army and decided to become a servant for a great lord. There would be clothes trimmed with gold, a lot to do, and always new things happening. So he set out on his way and came to a foreign (laughs) court, where he saw a lord taking a walk in a garden. Fix it up, did not hesitate. He moved briskly over to the lord and said, Sir, I'm looking for employment with a great lord. If your majesty is himself such a person, it would give me great pleasure to serve you. There's nothing I don't know or can't do. I know just how to carry out orders, no matter how they're given. Okay. Okay. Okay, Mr. Fix It Up. (laughs) Fine, my son, said the Lord. I'd be pleased to have you. First, tell me, what do I desire right now? Without answering, Fix It Up spun around, rushed away, and returned with a pipe and tobacco. (laughs) So he really does sound pretty great. He's he's like the 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 king is just standing there going like this guy just gets me. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, my son, you were hired as my servant, but now I'm going to command you to get Princess Nomini, the most beautiful maiden in the world. I want to have her for my wife. Okay, so the first task is get me a pipe and tobacco. The second task is kidnap a lady. <laughs> No, the first task was, oh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not kidnapping. Maybe it's just a, a little help wooing. Okay. Princess right. Nomini, though, but she has a name. I love that. I do like that. I do like that she has a name. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, said Fix It Up. That's a trifle for me. Your majesty shall soon have her. Just give me a coach drawn by six horses, a coachman, guards, couriers, servants, and a cook, all in full dress. I myself must have princely garments, and everyone must obey my commands. I love that he has, like, just met this guy. Yeah. and He's he's in it to win it. This is, like, the ultimate job interview. Uh, yeah, sure. I beg. <laughs> And they're going through negotiations right now. He's like, yeah, I can do this, but I need this and this and this and that. And And this. This man's actual servants are probably so confused (laughs) and annoyed about how this guy got promoted so fast. 
I mean, he's he's in it to win it. Yeah. Yes. Soon they departed. Fix it up, the servant sat inside the coach, which headed straight toward the beautiful princess's court. When the road came to an end, they drove into a field and soon reached the edge of a large forest filled with many thousands of birds. A boisterous song soared splendidly into the blue air. Stop, stop, exclaimed Fix It Up. Don't disturb the birds. They are praising their creator and will serve me some other time. Let's go to the left. So the coachman had to turn and drive around the forest. (laughs) Soon after, they came to a large field where close to a thousand million ravens were sitting and crying shrilly for food. Stop. Yeah. One thousand million (laughs) A thousand million ravens. One thousand and one million ravens. (laughs) I wonder if this was an exaggeration. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A thousand million ravens. They would black out the sun. Like Mm -hmm. it would be. Anyway, go on. (laughs) Stop. Stop. Exclaimed. Fix it up. Untie one of the horses way up front. Lead it into the field and slaughter it so the ravens can eat. I don't want them to suffer from hunger. Uh, what? <laughs> A thousand million ravens and kill this horse. Kill the horse. It's so the just, ravens don't go hungry. So the ravens don't starve. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I get, like, I don't want them to try to eat me. Totally. There are yeah. a thousand million of them. There are one, th- there are one thousand million <laughs> ravens. Can you just imagine the guy in the tavern telling the story of like, and there were a thousand ravens there. No, a hundred thousand. No, one thousand million ravens were. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how the story was told originally. And I wish I could hear it from that person. <laughs> I'm sad you didn't catch. You didn't guess horse murder as one of your classic fairy tale tropes because boom, here we are <laughs> that's, again. That's not usually what I want, though. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Oh, but it happens so reliably. That's yeah. Wow. Okay. After the ravens had eaten, the journey continued and they came to a pond with a fish in it that was moaning and groaning. For God's sake, I have nothing to eat in this terrible swamp. Throw me into a running river and I'll repay your deed one day. Before the fish could even finish speaking, Fix It Up had exclaimed, Stop, stop, cook, put the fish in your apron. Coachman, drive it into a running river. Fix It Up himself got out and threw the fish into the water, and the fish flapped its tail in joy. Now get the horses going, said Fix It Up. We must arrive at the desired spot by evening. No fish murder. So he's, yeah, no no fish murder. You know, this is very white snake. I wonder if that's why it's like right next to it. No raven murder. No bird murder. No bird murder. But who gives a fuck about these horses? I will kill my horse to avoid harming a raven. <laughs> a thousand million ravens. A thousand million ravens. <laughs> Never mind. You're right. That is, it's an appeasement. <laughs> When he reached the royal residence, he drove straight into the best inn, where the innkeeper and all of his people came out and welcomed him in their best manners, thinking that a foreign king had arrived, though it was only a servant. Fix It Up himself had announced at the royal court, where he endeavored to make a good impression and court the princess. (laughs) My son, said the king, many such suitors have already been turned away because they couldn't perform the tasks I assigned them to win my daughter. All right, said Fix It Up. 
Set <laughs> any kind of hard task that you want me to do. I've ordered a quarter of a liter of poppy seeds to be sown in a field. If you can gather them so that not one kernel is missing, you shall have the princess for your wife. Oh. Ho, ho, fix it up. Thigh. Ho, ho. <laughs> That's not much for me. He then took a measuring cup, a sack, and snow white sheets and went out to the field and spread the sheets next to the field where their seeds had been sown. Soon after, those birds whose singing he had left undisturbed in the forest arrived, and they picked up the seeds, kernel after kernel, and carried them to the white sheets. When the birds had picked up all of them, fixed it up, poured them into the sack, took the measuring cup under his arm, went to the king, and measured out the poppy seeds for him. Now he thought the princess was already his, but he was wrong. Of course he was! <laughs> Because it's a tricky king. If there's a tricky king, point for Kelsey. Kind of. He's trying to be tricky anyway. <laughs> One thing more, my son, said the king. My daughter has recently lost her golden ring. You must return it to me before you can have her. Fix it up did not get upset. Let your majesty show me the river and the bridge where the ring was lost, and I shall soon return it to you. When Fix it up was brought there, he looked down, and there he saw a fish that he had thrown into the river. It stuck its head out into the air and said, Wait a moment, I'll dive down below. A whale has the ring underneath its fins, and I'll fetch it. A whale? It- <laughs> In the river? All right. That's, you know. Magic! A giant whale, a hundred thousand million A one hundred thousand ton whale! <laughs> 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 Indeed, the fish soon returned and tossed the ring onto the shore. Fixita brought it to the king, but the latter replied, Now, just one more thing. There's a unicorn in the forest, and it's been causing a great deal of damage. Oh, if you yeah. can kill it, there's oh, no. nothing more you'll have to do. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Aw. So, horse and unicorn murder. I've got a fix with this story. Yeah. <laughs> it involves too. the unicorn resurrecting the dead horse and then the unicorn like spearing everybody with its horn oh, and I, running away. That's definitely a fairy tale I want to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fix It Up did not get upset here either. Instead, he went straight because he hates horses and yeah. unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, he went straight into the forest where he came across the ravens whom he had once fed. Is he going to sick the ravens? He's killing he's another. Gonna stick- He's going to kill another horse (laughs) with his ravens. Uh, Just have a little more patience, they said. The unicorn is lying down and sleeping, but it's not on its side where you can see its eye. When it turns over, we'll peck out its good eye. Then it'll be blind and run furiously against trees and get get itself stuck with its horn. That's when you'll be able to kill it easily. Oh, no! (laughs) Ravens hate horses too, I guess. This is a terrible story. <laughs> this is like a worse the white snake. Yes, a much worse <laughs> the white snake. <laughs> All at once, the raven swooped down and pecked out its good eye. Wait, so it already had a bad eye? And Aww. now these ravens are picking on it even more? <laughs> when it felt the pain, it jumped up and ran wildly among the forest. After it got its horns stuck in a thick oak tree, fixed it up, jumped out and cut off its head and brought it to the king who could no longer deny him his daughter. She was delivered to fix it up, which I hate that wording. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Where's Ruth Manning Sanders to clean this up a little? Mm-hmm. 
We need her. (laughs) He was in full dress, just as he had come, and immediately drove off and brought the lovely princess to his lord. Fix It Up was given a fine reception, and the lord's wedding with the princess was celebrated in great splendor. Then Fix It Up was appointed prime minister. Everyone... (laughs) Everyone in the company to whom this tale was told wished to be at the celebration. One person wanted to be a chambermaid, the other wardrobe attendant. Someone wanted to be a chamber servant, another the cook, and so on. The end. (laughs) Oh, what was that? (laughs) That was terrible. Okay, we did get a spoiler from the artwork. Yeah, the unicorn. (laughs) I thought that was from the white snake, though, so. No. A unicorn with its head getting chopped off was the photo. (laughs) Yes. um, I will post that to our Instagram because it's it's gorgeous artwork. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the artwork's gorgeous. Um, Wow. Yikes. Yikes, 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 that story. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Well, that was the that was the show. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Kelsey. <laughs> Did you like it? I liked your story a lot. <laughs> I liked that your was... story a lot up until the middle. <laughs> mm. I didn't like any of it. My fix is just throw the whole story away. The white snake is. Sort of better, sort of. Similar and better. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was an episode that happened. Uh, we did thank, that. You so- <laughs> thank you so much for enduring that story and listening to Fairy Tale Fix. <laughs> if you enjoyed it for some reason, <laughs> at least Abby's story, <laughs> please subscribe, uh, hit that follow button, and feel free to leave us a review on Apple or rate us on Spotify. If you love the show and want to support us, you can get extra episodes, merch, books, um, and other cool bonus content on our Patreon by signing up at fairytalefix.cash. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at fairytalefixpod. So mm-hmm. we'll be posting lots of uh, weird artwork. <laughs> so much and, weird artwork. <laughs> yeah. And please feel free to reach out to us and tell us your favorite fairy tales, what you want to hear on the show, um, any cool folklore or nursery rhymes and other such things at info at fairytalefixpod.com. And so Short King Johnny had no real fixes for his story, just head cannons, and <laughs> uh, continued to live in the forest happily for many years with his daddy. <laughs> And the unicorn woke up and brought the horse back to life and they all went on a horse rampage and murdered everyone and that story was never written. (laughs) And they all lived happily Happily ever ever after. after. The The end. end. (laughs) Happy birthday, Kelsey. (laughs) 